Location, location, location. Chapter 7. Location. Real estate term that refers to the position of a piece of real estate as it relates to the value of that real estate. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hit Chapter 7 of The Lemonade War by Jacqueline Davies. Thanks for stopping by. Evan was in trouble. So far, he'd earned $47.11, which was more money than he'd ever had in his whole entire life. But today was Friday. There were only three days left. Three days to beat Jesse. He needed to earn almost $53 to win the bet, and that meant each day he had to earn. Evan tried to do the math in his head. Uh, 57 divided by 3, uh, 53 divided by 3, uh, his brain spun like a top. He didn't know where to begin. He went to his desk, pulled out a piece of paper, his basketball schedule from last winter, and flipped it over to the back. He found the stub of a pencil in the bottom, in his bottom desk drawer, and on that paper he wrote, 53 divided by 3 equals... He stared and stared at the equation... On the page, the number 53 was just too big. He didn't know how to do it. (laughs) Jesse would know how, he muttered, scribbling hard on the page. Jesse could do long division. Jesse had her multiplication facts memorized all the way up to 14 times 14. Jesse would look at a problem like this and just do it in her head. Snap. Evan felt his mouth getting tight, his fingers gripping the pencil too hard, and as he scribbled a dark storm cloud on the page, his math papers from school were always covered in X's. Nobody ever got so many X's as he did. Nobody. Draw a picture. Mrs. DeFazio's voice floated in his head. She had always reminded him to draw a picture when he couldn't figure out how to start a math problem. A a picture of what? He asked in his head. Anything, came the answer. Anything? Yes, anything, as long as there were 53 of them. Dollar signs. Evan decided to draw dollar signs. He started to draw three rows of dollar signs. One, two, three, he counted as he drew. Four, five, six, he drew. By the time he reached 53, his page had looked like this. But wait, you can't see. This is a podcast. There were 17 dollar signs in each row. And there were these two extra dollar signs left over. Evan drew a ring around those two extras. Seventeen dollar signs and two left over. Evan stared at the picture for a long time. He wrote Friday next to the first row, Saturday next to the second row, and Sunday next to the third row. Evan looked at the picture. It started to make sense. He needed to make seventeen dollars on Friday, seventeen dollars on Saturday, and seventeen dollars on Sunday. 
and somewhere over the three days he ne needed to make two extra dollars in order to earn $53 by Sunday evening. Evan felt his heart jump in his chest. He had done it. He had figured out 53 divided by three. That was a fourth grade problem. That was fourth grade math. And he hadn't even started fourth grade. And no one had helped him. Not mom, not grandma, not Jesse. He'd done it all by himself. It was like shooting the winning basket in double overtime. He hadn't felt this good since the lemonade war had begun. Oh, yeah, yes, interrupting goat, you're absolutely right. Uh, you make a very good point. The only way Evan was able to figure this out is he did the problem out. He, he, he did the math out on a piece of paper. He didn't do it in his head, just like we do at Level Up Academy. We use paper and pencil to do our math. Excellent point, Mr. Goat, excellent point. And now back to our story. But $17 a day? How is he going to do that? Yesterday he had made $45. But that was because he'd had help and free supplies from his friends. But they weren't going to want to run a lemonade stand every day, especially on the last days of summer vacation. He needed a plan, something that would guarantee good sales. The weather was holding out, that was for sure. It was going to hit 95 degrees today, a real scorcher. People would be thirsty, all right. Evan closed his eyes and imagined a crowd of thirsty people all waving dollar bills at him. Now, where was he going to find a lot of thirsty people with money to spend? An idea popped into Evan's head. Yep, it was perfect. He just needed to find something with wheels to get him there. It took Evan half an hour to drag his loaded wagon to the town center, a distance he usually traveled in less than five minutes by bicycle. But once he was there, he knew it was worth it. It was lunchtime, and the shaded benches on the town green were filled with people sprawling in the heat. Workers from the nearby stores on their half-hour lunch breaks, moms out with their kids, old people who didn't want to be cooped up in their houses all day, high school kids on skateboards swooshed by, preschoolers climbed on the life-size sculpture of a circle of children playing ring around a rosy, dogs lay under trees, their tongues hanging out. Evan surveyed the scene and picked his spot right in the center of the green where all the paths met. Anyone walking across the green would have to pass his stand, and who could resist lemonade on a day as hot as this? But first he wheeled his wagon off to the side, parking it halfway under a huge plant. Then he crossed the street and walked into the Big Dipper. The frozen air felt good on the skin. It was like getting dunked in a vat of just melted ice cream, and the smells... Mmm, a mix of vanilla, chocolate, coconut, caramel, and bubblegum. He looked at the tubs of ice cream all in a row, carefully protected behind a pane of glass. The money in his pocket tingled. He had plenty left over after buying five cans of frozen lemonade mixed with his earnings from yesterday. But would it hurt to buy just one cone or a milkshake or maybe both? Can I help you? 
asked the woman behind the counter. Uh, yeah, said Evan. He stuck his hand in his pocket and felt all the money. Bills and coins ruffled between his fingers. Money was meant to be spent. Why not spend a little? I, uh... Evan could just imagine how good the ice cream would feel sliding down his hot throat. Creamy, sweet, like cold, golden deliciousness. He let his mind float as he gazed at the swirly buckets of ice cream. The sound of laughter brought him back to earth in a hurry. He didn't look around, or he looked around. It was just some girls he didn't know at the water fountain. But it had sounded like Megan Moriarty. Can you please tell me how much a glass of lemonade costs? Three dollars, said the woman. Really? Uh, said Evan. Not much. How big is a cup? The woman pulled a plastic cup off a stack and held it up. It wasn't much bigger than the eight-ounce cups Evan had in his wagon. Wow, three bucks. Uh, thanks a lot, said Evan. Well, thanks anyways, and he started to walk to the door. Hey, said the woman, pointing to the ice cream case. I'm allowed to give you a taste for free. Uh, really? said Evan. Uh, then, um, could I taste a strawberry slam? The woman handed him a tiny plastic spoon with three wicks worth of pink ice cream on it. Evan swallowed it all in one gulp. Ah. Back outside, he got to work. First, he filled his pitchers with water from the drinking fountains. Then he stirred in the mix, and he pulled out a big blue marker and wrote on a piece of paper, $2 per cup, best price in town. He'd barely finished up setting up when the customers started lining up, and they didn't stop. For a full hour, he poured lemonade. The world is a thirsty place, he thought, as he nearly emptied his fourth pitcher of the day. <clears throat> and I am the lemonade king! Later, Evan would think of something his grandma said. Pride goeth before a fall. When Evan looked up, there was Officer Ken, his hands on his hips, looking down on him. Evan gulped. He stared at the large holster gun strapped to Officer Ken's belt. Hello, said Officer Ken, not smiling. Uh, hi, said Evan. Officer Ken did the bike rodeo every year at Evan's school. He was also the cop that had shown up last fall, then there was a hurt goose at the recess field. Officer Ken was always smiling. Why isn't he smiling now, Evan wondered. Do you have a permit? Asked Officer Ken. He had a very deep voice, even when he talked quietly like he did now. You mean like a bike permit? That's what the rodeo was all about. If you pass the rodeo, the third graders got their bike permits, which meant they were allowed to ride to school. No, I mean a permit to sell food and beverages in a public space. You need to get a permit from the town hall and pay a fee for the privilege. Pay the town hall to run a lemonade stand? Was he kidding? Evan looked at Officer Ken's face. He didn't look like he was kidding. I didn't know I needed one, said Evan. Sorry, friend, said Officer Ken. I'm going to have to shut you down. It's the law. But... But there are lemonade stands all over town, said Evan. He thought of Jesse and Megan's lemonade stand, where he wheeled by with his wagon more than an hour ago. Their stand had looked like a beehive, with small kids crowding around. He had read the sign over the stand, free face painting, nail polishing, hair braiding. What a gimmick, but it sure looked like it was working. You know, said Evan, there's a stand on Damon Road right now. You should go to bust them. Officer Ken smiled. We tend to look the other way when it's in a residential neighborhood. But right here on the town green, we have to enforce the law. Otherwise, we'd have someone selling something every two feet. 
But there had to be some way to convince Officer Kent. How could Evan make him understand, you see, I've got this little sister and we've got a, a competition going to see who can sell the most lemonade and I've got to win because she's... He couldn't explain the rest about fourth grade and how embarrassed he was to be in the same class as his kid sister and how it made him feel like a great big loser. Evan looked up at Officer Ken. Officer Ken looked down at Evan. It was like Officer Ken was wearing a mask. A no-smiling, I'm-not-your-buddy mask. <clears throat> then Officer Ken shook his head and smiled and the mask fell off. <laughs> I've got a little sister too, he said. Love her to death now, but when we were kids... Officer Ken sucked in his breath and shook his head again. Whoo! Then the mask came back and Officer Ken looked right at Evan for ten very stern seconds. Tell you what, said Officer Ken, I do have to shut you down. The law's the law, but before I do, I'll buy one last glass of lemonade. How's that sound? Evan's face fell. Sure, he said without enthusiasm. He poured the extra tall cup and gave it to the policeman. Officer Ken reached into his pocket and handed Evan a $5 bill. Keep the change, he said. A contribution to the Big Brother Fund. Now clean up your things and don't leave any litter behind. He lifted his cup and a toast as he walked away. Whew, Evan watched him go. Wow, he thought, I just sold the most expensive cup of lemonade in town. Evan stared at the $5 bill in his hand. It was funny. Two days ago, he would have felt as rich as a king to have that money in his hands. It was enough to buy two slices of pizza and a soda with his friends. It was enough to rent a video and have a late night at someone's house. It was enough to buy a whole bag full of his favorite candy mix at CVS. Two days ago, he would have been jumping for joy. Now he looked at the $5 and thought, it's nothing. Compared to the $100 he needed to win the war, $5 was nothing. He felt somehow that he'd been robbed of something, maybe the happiness he should have been feeling. He loaded everything from his stand into the wagon, making sure he didn't leave a scrap of litter behind. He still had a glass full of lemonade left in one pitcher, not to mention another whole pitcher already mixed up and unsold. So he poured himself a full cup. Then, before beginning the long, hot haul back to his house, he found an empty spot on a shaded bench and pulled his earnings out of, his, out of his pockets. He counted once, he counted twice, very slowly. He had made $65. The cups and lemonade mix had cost $9. When he added in his earnings from Wednesday and Thursday, he had $103.11. Now that's enough, he thought. Well, thanks for joining in and listening. I hope you enjoyed today's chapter. So tune in tomorrow and we'll see what happens in the Lemonade War.